It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Sumali Montano, and you're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. You've just jumped inside the pull bag. Join TFG1 Mike and the rest of the comic crew here at the GCRN as they make their great escape into comics. From DC, Marvel, and Image to IDW, Boom Studios, and Xenoscope, we have everything right here. We cover things like Transformers, He-Man, Superheroes, TMNT, and Radiant Black. Yeah, we have all that and so much more. It's all inside the pull bag here on the GeekCast Radio Network. So, without further ado, it's time to talk about the comics we're reading right now. Here inside the pull bag. Just like fire, a male-dominated audience being able to appreciate a female athlete, even in society, I think is something that is becoming more mainstream. There have been moments where women have been featured. We just haven't sustained, and that's what we're going for with the women's evolution. Hello and welcome to The Pull Bag. This is episode 484 and apparently, folks, May is Batman and, or Batman Beyond, and WWE Month. That's right. I'm, of course, TFU and Mike. Joining me is Ryan, the uneven flow Merkley. Hello, sir. Why am I not doing the Batman Beyond one? I read them all. Although, uh, by the way, uh, real confused that they've named the Thomas Wayne flashpoint series flashpoint beyond flashpoint beyond what the hell every time i see it i'm like oh a new you know new batman <laughs> beyond event and and then i remember oh yeah right it, it's very confusing <laughs> the reason why you weren't on the batman beyond episodes that we just released was because that was mine and jt's my, me and JT from Saskatoon have been doing the Batman Beyond coverage here on the pull bag for years now, since the 25th. Yeah, but why didn't I do the original ones then? Um, anyway, fine. Anyway, the point is, is we actually finally got around to closing out the Dan Jurgens. Uh, actually, I believe it started as, as a Tim Seeley run, but Dan Jurgens took it over when they did Rebirth. And uh, we finished out the Rebirth Batman Beyond run. So 
We do have two new Batman Beyond things happening currently right now. We have the... Flashpoint Beyond. Oh, wait. No, never mind. Damn it. No, no, no. We have the third in the Murphyverse trilogy with White Knight. So we have Beyond the White Knight. So that's currently going on. And we also have Batman Beyond Neo Year which is a six-issue miniseries. I understand Sean Gordon Murphy and his Murphyverse of things. Had, like, White Knight had, I believe, eight issues. Curse of the White Knight had whatever. I think, I think each of his, his arcs has had eight issues, not counting, like, Harley Quinn or any side story, but the main three, White Knight, Curse of the White Knight, and Beyond the White Knight, all have eight issues to them, and that's fine. But why can't we just get a straight-up Batman Beyond ongoing? Like, why does Neo Year have to only be a six-issue miniseries? I don't know. It is what it is. Because every time you rename it, uh, you can potentially change the solicit numbers and the... True. No, no, no. It's one of those annoying comics things. Why does... <laughs> Uh, why do they always rename stuff? My personal favorite recent one was the X-Men Hickman run culminated in a gigantic event, uh, which was four issues. But instead of just calling it X-Men or X-whatever or whatever of X that they had done so far, they just called it Inferno. <laughs> which so then initially... I forgot to order because it didn't have any of the usual titles in it. So I just kind of passed over it. Didn't matter. I mean, I just went to one of the comic stores and bought each of the issues later, but I don't know. One of those things that like, I wish they'd stop doing that. It's one of those comics things. That's just sort of confusing. Yes. Yes, it is. But luckily the WWE comics just continue the numbering. Because we're Pretty doing much, 14 yeah. to 17 initially. Yes. And this or sorry, is, is it 17 it, to 20? I can't remember. Oh, boy. I don't remember I'm what it is. Not, I, I, don't, I don't care. This is Boom Studios WWE Volume 4, The Women's Evolution. We are going back in time, folks. We are jumping in that DeLorean, and we are taking it back to 2015 sort of because I was right it's 14 to 17 yes there you go yeah released in 2018 uh, and written by well the trade was released in 2018 right trade was released in 2018 written by Dennis Hopeless art is done by Serge Acuna and Kendall Good yes and Dan Mora does the cover art yep Dan Mora is awesome. Love me some Dan Mora cover art. That is great. Generally, all of the art's quite good. I think we've talked about this a few times that I think it's got to be more difficult to do. You know, we've mentioned this in the other ones. It's more difficult to do art on real life figures. Yeah. Versus comic characters, that kind of thing. Because with those, it's a little easier to exaggerate or you know, kind of move stuff around or whatever. Frequently you get superheroes that maybe they don't have the same 
anatomy or anything as a normal one. So mm-hmm. you can just kind of, I don't know, you can kind of do whatever. But no such luck if you're doing real life figures. And this story follows the four horsewoman. Yes, because like I said, this was back at the the rise of the women's revolution, yes. evolution, evolution, whatever they want to call it. Uh, so getting right into it with issue 14, frankly, uh, I was real surprised they actually included sort of the criticism that led to all this. Yeah. So in the book, they have our four characters, and it focuses on Bailey, Sasha Banks. So it's told from Bailey's perspective, but it focuses on Bailey, Sasha Banks, uh, Becky, Lynch, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair. And the event that precipitated this in real life was a 30-second uh, blink-if-you-miss-it women's match on, I think it was Raw. Uh, pretty sure it was Raw and not SmackDown. And anyway, it led to hashtag give divas a chance and people just kind of being fed up with the fact that the women's titles and the women's wrestling was just completely not respected by WWE, despite the fact that they were killing it in NXT. Yep. And this, this group were all in NXT at that point and everybody was kind of waiting to see when they'd get called up and it just never just kept not happening. Yep. Uh, and this is back in the days before we knew getting called up from NXT was not the best thing for your career, but that's another story. Yes. Uh, maybe yes. more on that in the next episode. Uh, yep. although to be fair, it worked out eventually for one of them, but for this yes. group, uh, actually, well, I don't know that it worked out all that well for Bailey for quite some time too, basically when she turned heel. But anyway, this is concentrating on her and the group initially in NXT. And yeah, I was just, I was surprised because WWE tends to kind of wallpaper over their screw ups. Yeah. They they don't like to admit they did anything wrong or that they might've misused people or in this case took an entire group or gender group and just did nothing with them or made them look bad, which to be fair, we're talking about the era where hindsight being 2020, the Bellas were better than we thought, I think overall, Yeah. but they were still much better. There was Paige and Naomi at this point, And then there wasn't a lot else. Until the NXT group. Well, Natalia is quite good, actually. Sorry, I missed her. But, yeah, there wasn't a lot. But having said that, they also were never given anything to do. And, yeah, the first issue kind of focuses on that, that there was nothing there. And we see, essentially, Becky and these other women, when they first arrive at the Performance Center, and just sort of killing it in NXT, and then everybody kind of gets called up except Bailey. Yep, <laughs> which is what happened in real life. True. I do like. like I will say that the art nails the the likenesses ninety nine point one percent of the time. 
And when we talk about the art next week, I'll mention the other why it's only 99.1% of the time because I guess they didn't secure the likeness rights to one of the characters because well, he two just of the, two of them next week, but yeah, okay. we'll get into that. And from the same family group, but yes, uh, yes. No, no, that's another issue. Also, to be fair, I mean, that's not the artist's fault for whatever reason. No, 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 no. I'm saying that, like, literally. 99% of these characters well, look like this, that there's some of the tertiary characters in this story, i.e. Alexa Bliss and Carmella. Mm-hmm. I initially had issues telling who they were. Uh, okay. Obviously, like Alexa is called out by name and Carmella is eventually, but initially I wasn't sure on exactly who it was. To be fair, that might also be half of me kind of trying to remember that time frame and at this point, yeah. it's been five years since. Yep. Oh God, no! Six years since. Six years since this came out. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, well, no. Since the actual event happened, too. True. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's. So I don't know. One of the only things, uh, other things I'll mention about the first issue too is, the wrestling is depicted essentially as real. Yeah, the training is not. The training is kind of for the most part. But then, anytime they have a match, even in training, it's sort of depicted that okay, it was it was all real, that kind of thing. Which is a little, I don't know. They were probably told to. I mean, I don't know if it was a choice or not. It doesn't bother me. It's just a little weird because you know. I think we all know by now. Yeah, we, we all know by now. It's predetermined maybe, outcomes. I hate to obviously. I hate to ruin it for people, but yes. <laughs> and it's just one of those things, though. Even though, like, oh, side note, by the way, on likenesses, uh, mm-hmm. they go through. There's a splash page where they go through, like, essentially the women's evolution in sport, and they do soccer and MMA. What I find weird is they do tennis, and they have this white blonde girl, which. I don't know. Maybe it's meant to be Kornikova or something. But, I think but so, yeah. But let's be honest. Uh, they obviously, you know, just couldn't secure light rights or anything to do either the Williams sisters, because those are the ones that kind of put it on the map, realistically. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, but yeah, it's... Inter- it was a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be. And it's not just a straight retelling. Right, and I was surprised they used Bailey's point of view because even when this was written, was she necessarily the biggest name of the bunch? No, because I mean, wasn't so, so at this, all. So this was before the Becky Lynch thing. Yeah. So okay. this is so, when they first came up. All four of when no no when no no. I mean just, no. I mean yeah. like in terms of choosing to do it from Bailey's standpoint, this time later. Not from the era from which it was written. I mean, from there in which it was published. From there in which it was published, it probably... That's what I mean. So let's assume... It just might have been going on, but, like, this was this storyline. If we got the sequel to this story, they would probably be doing the Bailey versus Becky thing. But... But even As then, a, it was so. It was before Becky Lynch's meteoric rise. But initially, yeah. I think you could argue that the big two were kind of Sasha and Charlotte, Charlotte. and yeah. 
uh, yeah, just it was. I was a little surprised and happy to see they focus on Becky because, or not Becky, sorry, Bailey, uh, because as the series goes on, we follow Bailey in NXT yeah. and her rise to being the champ there, and yeah. She eventually wins the belt off Sasha Banks in what, frankly, is still one of the best wrestling matches, not just women's matches, one of the best wrestling matches that WWE's had in the last decade or so. And there have been quite a few that have happened in NXT. Uh, Sami Zayn and Nakamura is another one that immediately comes to mind. The three Gargano versus Ciampa matches those are all absolute must watches, but the Bailey Sasha Banks one, and we get it sort of in comic book form. I wish they'd done a little bit more with it. So another one, they, I guess didn't, I don't know. They sort of use her likeness, but they use the Bailey super fan, Izzy. Okay. She is the child in this, the brunette child who loves Bailey throughout it. And famously during the Banks match, Banks took, her braid her sort of Bailey braid and wore it for a bit and then like threw it and stomped on it and made her cry. And it was a really great sort of unscripted heel moment. Like it was smart to do. It was mean by the way. And, but it was a great way to get more heat, that kind of thing. I kind of wish stuff like that had been incorporated a little more, but yeah, eh. What are you going to do? You know? Yeah. I mean, overall, I dig this. I think it looks really, really good. I think that 99% of the time, it's spot on. I actually like seeing a WWE wrestling match in the second dimension more than the third dimension. <laughs> well, lately at least. I mean, I look, I've been out of WWE for So I wouldn't I wouldn't say this series does the matches justice though in terms of No, it does. I'm I, just yeah. This one, the next one maybe, but this maybe. one, for example, like I would recommend to anybody even if you're not a big wrestling fan, even if you just enjoy sort of storytelling that Bailey Mm -hmm. Banks match is fantastic. Um, But in terms of for this book, uh, it gets understated a little and yeah, we eventually follow Bailey as she gets called up to be Banks's partner against Charlotte and Dana Brooke who Dana Brooke uh, also an NXT call up kind of gets the short end of the stick in all of this. Uh, although there are others that got called up before Bailey that only sort of get mentions or quick one or two panels as well. But yeah, there's that. Uh, the other thing worth mentioning too, that I haven't hit on is there is also a serialized mini series happening in the back that follows Oscar coming to WWE and then, or NXT, I should say, and then her unfortunate, Unfortunately, she gets called up at the end of it. But each of these issues has this, uh, and it's pretty good. I like it. It's a nice addition. Uh, these like four or five pages at the back of them that follow Asuka initially sort of signing and training at the Performance yep. Center, becoming champion, although that ties into the Bailey storyline as well. Uh, mm-hmm. She becomes NXT champion 
and then eventually, unfortunately, gets called up to the main roster where they completely ruin her and they have absolutely no idea what to do with her ever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is... But that doesn't have anything to do with this comic, by the way. That's WWE's <laughs> problem. The comic does a good job with all of it. Yeah. I liked, too, that they use... They do a good job of sort of building Nia Jax up. I like how they did the sort of tension in the comic, and it's similar mm-hmm. to the match between Bailey and Jax, which Bailey would win. But the title defense match, uh, they did a good job with all that stuff, though. They built her up well, like I said, and I enjoyed yeah. that. I, this was a lot. I know I keep saying this, so maybe I should stop being surprised. <laughs> I was, sur- but yeah, I was surprised with how much I enjoyed it and how good a different retelling, essentially, of the actual woman's evolution, whatever you want to call it, is or was. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's a good story. It's an interesting story. I guess what I'm getting at too is there's a lot less WWE patting themselves on the back than I had expected because they have a tendency to do that. Right. I think we've talked about this before in the wrestling uh, podcast and also, especially when we talked about the Monday night war series, which it was made by WWE, but it is constantly a look how great we were. Man, we really destroyed WCW. We were just killing it, blah, blah, blah. When that's eh, not really what happened for a lot of it. There's a yeah. lot of revisionist history when they go into this stuff, and I was really impressed that it doesn't exist as as much as I figured it would in in this book. I think Hopeless does a good job of probably keeping WWE happy with it without it seeming like WWE wanted this to happen or this was the whole plan. Yeah. And with having four issues here, I, I don't know. I like seeing Bailey's rise. That's fine. That's great. But I was kind of more so hoping for, each issue to focus on each character. Yeah, they had the opportunity the, to do that, but yeah. I feel like there would have been too much overlap because a lot I mean, of them maybe, came. A lot yeah. of them came up and were just in programs with or against each other, right? True. Yeah, that's true. So I wonder how much there would have been to add. The kind of the bright spot of using Bailey was she's away from the other three for a good chunk of it. Oh, yeah. So you get, kind of get a different perspective versus yeah, it might have been nicer in points to see the same perspective from two different people. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I and, and again, it's all hindsight now because this book is so old at this point, but overall with what we did get, I did enjoy seeing I'd argue the oh. hindsight makes this better, though. So, for example, hindsight being twenty twenty, right? Uh, you know, Charlotte, Charlotte's ego kind of gets out of control <laughs> to the point that she's off television at the moment. And well. Banks, as much as I love her, Banks has kind of become a star outside of mm. wrestling, and she was injured a lot in that first 
period of time as well. So again, it kind of works best that granted Bailey's been away because she got injured and now she's healthy. They just don't know what to do with her. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Boy, that's a, that's a recurring theme uh, for uh, Mm -hmm. until we get into the next two, but uh, yeah. Talk about not knowing what to do with people, but anywho, I like this because it doesn't... Okay, so not up until almost the end of the fourth chapter here, or issue seven, however you want to call it, we don't really see any of the management. Like, in this story, in this comic book, Stephanie isn't there whispering in any of their ears, or this, that, and the other thing. There is no overall authority... Hunter calls everybody together two separate occasions, but right, yes, but I'm saying like the besides that, the most we see is at the very end when when Mick comes up to Bailey, like two scenes with Hunter and one scene with Mick, and then the book ends. Yeah, but Foley doesn't have any authority. Oh, true. He's just he's just, just coming up to her and talking like a, as a dude. The, yeah, no. Hunter, the Hunter stuff, you kind of have to have in because he's overseeing NXT. Absolutely, and- you do. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, the whole point of this women's evolution that they started was because of Stephanie. I mean, no, it wasn't. Was That's it? the issue. It wasn't? Well, I mean, it was uh, the, pu- it was the putrid, putrid treatment of women by the WWE. And then Stephanie came out and claimed that, like, this was her idea, which, no, it wasn't. Okay. (laughs) It was was you guys never knowing what to do with these people. Okay, so it's that that I'm remembering. It's I'm remembering remembering, her coming up and taking credit. Yeah, you're remembering the WWE thing of, like, no, this was our plan all along. Yeah, no. We're so good at this. We always know what you want. No, no, you don't. Yeah. I like, yeah, this this book, man, this the, this volume four. When I first read it a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh, Bailey, really? We're following her? Because I've never, like, some of the more kid-friendly type, kid, and trust me, I know I'm a hypocrite when I say this because I am a John Cena fan, but... Some of that more sugary, kid-friendly character stuff, it's like, uh, ow, my teeth, I need to go to the dentist. But <clears throat> Says the He-Man fan. Hey, now. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that was the first time I read this a couple of weeks ago. But and also, no, it, again. it also... I don't know. I think it works because it's mostly out of yeah. character. It's just sort of following... For the most part, following Bailey as a person, Bailey. yeah, yeah, and that's the biggest thing I love about the the Boom Studios WWE comics is the stuff we don't get to see on TV. It's like her after the Nia Jax match, and she's just you know trying to get feeling back in her body, laying there in the tub, you know. Yeah, and there's this odd but- sort of. They partially make it, again, they partially have them in character or in storyline. You know, we don't necessarily get to see what an actual conversation is after the match. 
Um, no. But it's fine. You know, I, that yeah. that doesn't – it doesn't bother me. It's – Yeah, the conversations are happening around Bailey. That's the point. She's in the match. Do, like the thing with Asuka or even the thing with, with um, uh, Nia Jax – Everybody else is having conversations, whereas Bailey just seems like she's by herself and she can't turn to any of them because they're all talking behind her back. Yeah, when I mean, when you know, in real life, they were probably actually just talking to her, and you know, again, we know it's not a and it's not a non predetermined. (laughs) Outcome. She knows going into the match who's going to win. Unless Vince changes his mind at the last minute, which (laughs) probably has happened. Still, like, I I don't even know. Is is Vince still okay? Like I said, folks. A hundred years from now, it's going to be zombie Vince still speaking. You know, the match match endings (laughs) into the referee's earpiece. Anyway. Whatever. Uh, no, I like it. And yeah. it was... There's a bunch of weird choices, and they work, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, when I say that something isn't what I expected, it, it's uh, it's really kind of all positive. Yeah. And, again, obviously this overall story follows the main original four horsewomen coming up from NXT. But some, like, I don't think your issues have this, but the trade has the cover gallery. Oh, my God. Some of these covers. I mean, there's yeah, a cover. I saw them. Okay. So there's a cover that Dan Moore did of everybody. Yeah. The, the Bellas are in the center, and you've got the four in the front there, and you've got, like you said, Paige, and all, that, that's great. And just, man... The only question I have here is why is there a cover of Owens mixed in with the women's evolution covers? That's the only preview for next thing. Maybe that's my assumption. Yeah. I can't, I have no idea. Yeah. And then we have a bunch of action figure type comic book covers, Mickey James and Xavier Woods and, and Diamond Dallas Page, and then the one that I just questioned the most, and I, I'm going to ask you because I don't even know if he's still doing Jinder Mahal. Is Jinder still in WWE? He, he is. He just doesn't. He's not on TV a whole lot. And oh God. Overall, zero to five. What would you give this one? These are always tough. Uh, <laughs> you know what? It's a pretty solid. Yeah, I think it's a pretty solid 4.5 though. It's it's good. It tells yeah. a story. It's different enough to justify its existence. Yeah. Uh, man, that's a phrase I used in the pre-show, but anyway. <laughs> about a different book and I didn't feel like it was anywho. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm Right there with you. Four and a half out of 5. I absolutely dug it. I thought it was great. I thought it was interesting. Why is the writing of the WWE comics so much better than the actual product lately for basically the last two years or so? I, I don't, I couldn't tell you. I mean, 
I'm not even there for when they pop out good old Stone Cold and his beer cooler anymore. Like, anytime Steve would come back, I'd be like, Stone Cold? Well, to be fair, that was definitely worth watching. Uh, So, our next episode focuses on two people who are worth watching today because they both yes. they both had really good WrestleMania matches but both were essentially entertainment <laughs> as in like you know Owens so it's Kevin Owens Sami Zayn and the next set focuses on their friendship feuds whatever you want to call it uh yeah in WWE uh but they are. They continue to be two of the best parts of the current product that get pretty much completely overlooked all the time. But man, they couldn't uh, on WrestleMania because they both kind of stole their respective nights in a lot of ways. I mean, Zayn somehow managed to get an entertaining match out of a bunch of people from Jackass, which if you. <laughs> If you could have found a group of people I could possibly care any less about, I would be surprised. (laughs) But he somehow managed to make it entertaining. And then Owens essentially, let's be honest, carrying or helping a 50-some-odd-year-old Stone Cold into a still extremely entertaining match and actually like doing some stuff I didn't expect. Yeah. I.e. like Stone Cold getting suplexed on the outside onto like concrete. Like stuff a 50-year-old man, A, probably shouldn't be doing. B, if they are the biggest name possibly in the history of wrestling, don't need to do. Right. But it's one of those things, and we're going to wrap this up here soon because that's next week's episode. <sighs> The thing is, as you get older, and you and I know this more than anybody right now, but like as you get older, you 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 wonder about the good old days. You wonder about those times when, you know, TFWire was still a thing and whatever and all that and everything else. And you just, you have that sense of, holy crap, what does my life become now if I don't have insert whatever thing you had here now kind of it and that's how i see some of these old like look at fucking goldberg like come on (laughs) oh boy we're gonna take a quick break you're gonna hear some ads and some other stuff come back to close the show after this lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details Oh, hey, I got something. Since 2009, we have been the premier cartoon podcast here at the GeekCast Radio Network. We are TuneCast. From taking you beyond the cartoons we grew up with to seasonal saucy tune talk, and now we get the origins of Toonsters everywhere as we ask guests 
30 questions about their cartoon watching experiences, plus so much more. Tooncast is back. Join me, TF2 and Mike, and the rest of the GCRN crew as we give you all the Toon Talk you will ever need, only on the GCRN. And wherever you consume your podcasts, we are beyond good, beyond evil, beyond your wildest imagination. We are all tunes all the time here on Tooncast. Yeah. Hi, Maggie. What are you writing? Oh, hi, John. I'm writing down ideas for a new promo for Married with Comics. I like our old promo. But the clips from the old promo are from an episode that's never even aired. It's lazy podcasting. But we're incredibly lazy podcasters. And the only thing you've written down are the words, come up with ideas for the new promo. Well, I guess we'll just have to fall back on plan B, then. Uh, B for blackmail professional podcast guest Tim Price into doing a Mephisto bit? Exactly. Greetings, internets. It is I, Mephisto, ruler of the netherworld and prince of all evil. I am taking this time for my evil machinations to issue a warning to everyone in podcast land. Avoid married with comics with John and Maggie at all costs. They're a despicably lovable pair of newlyweds who talk about comic books and other areas of geekdom with enthusiasm and joy that is anathema to me. Ugh. Just listen to them as they paraphrase panels. For those who don't have the issue, Thor's expression is pretty much that of anyone who reads this issue pretty once much. you're done with it. Yeah. You, you there, everyone's sick of this and sick of you. I am pointing where you need to go, which is away from here and away from this issue. <laughs> and I do love that first panel. It's pretty neat. I like it. Batman going swoosh. Explain exposition. I have no idea what's happening. In this one, it looks like Superman's tearing a bridge down. Why is he destroying a bridge? I think this is part of his eventual reign of terrors. And oh, maybe. another thing. The bridge. <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> and comment on all their favorite comics. Everything about this issue is just gollywhackers. <laughs> He's causing huge amounts of property damage, which, by the way... At least when the Fantastic Four does it, they pay the city back. Superman's not going to pay anybody back for this. Married with Comics. Available directly at marriedwcomics.libson.com on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on Facebook or Twitter by searching for Married with Comics Podcast. We've got everything you need. Like science fiction? Of course you do, or you wouldn't be listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Well, the Mark Who Fortitude Universe podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years. We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. A new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Mark Who Fortitude Universe podcast from the universe and beyond.
Because the world needs another movie podcast. The GeekCast Radio Network presents for your listening pleasure, The Cinema Geek. Hosted by Amanda, Kevin, Matt, and Dan. Each week we dive headfirst in the landscape of movies as we discuss movie news, play movie games, go in-depth on reviews, and even have a top ten countdown or two. Also, don't miss our director retrospective series where we review noted director's movies film by film. Bottom line is, if you love movies and love podcasts, you need to experience The Cinema Geek. You can find us on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, or GeekCastRadio.com. So let's say you're looking for a podcast to your favorite 80s comic books, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Ninja Turtles, He-Man, etc. Where are you going to go to find us? Welcome to Star Joe's Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Chuck. That's right, everybody. We're the Star Joe's. We host a podcast called Star Joe's Podcast where we talk about your favorite comic books, your favorite toys of all the 80s properties. Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Mask, Thundercats, Voltron, you name it, we cover it. If it's in the 80s, we will we'll cover it at some point. Yeah, so what you want to do to find us, you can go to iTunes, you can go to www.starjoes.com. And remember, the Force will be with you, because knowing us is half the battle. On the Simplistic Reviews Podcast, we talk movies. We talk TV. We talk... Hello, Julie, what the heck are you doing? Trying to make our spots sound more exciting by adding explosions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could have got the point across with sound effects, not the real thing. Download the show on iTunes or at simplisticreviews.blogspot.com. I'm sure your insurance company will cover that. No, they won't. No, they probably won't. Hello all sentient beings! Want the latest on everything going on in the Transformers multiverse? Check out the Transmissions Podcast Network. We've got weekly podcasts covering everything from Alpha Trion to Omega Supreme. From old school G1 all the way up to Cyberverse and beyond. And you don't want to miss Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers live play role-playing game podcast. If you love Transformers, there's something for everyone at TransmissionsPodcast.com. On October 28th, over 50 women, then, now, and forever, will participate in an event called Evolution. And that event, I am privileged to announce, will be the first ever all-women's pay-per-view. All right, we are back here inside the Pullbag, episode 484, The Women's Evolution, volume 4 of Boom Studios' WWE comic. This was a lot funner than I, a lot more fun than I thought it was going funner? to be when I first read it. Yes, funner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it wasn't a 7 out of 7, as in like 7 touchdown drives <laughs> in a row. <laughs> we never talked about that on this show, probably because uh, I was... You know, with everything that's happened, uh, I've, you know, felt sympathy, sympathy and so I didn't mm-hmm. want to bring up the horrific drubbing of yes, the yes, Patriots well. to you. But luckily, uh, my uh, desire for sympathy is passed, and I'm back to normal. Luckily, this is so, May, and football season doesn't start until whenever uh, the hell it 
Yeah, don't so remind football, me. Hey, what happened? Football to- season is currently over. Wait, 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 wait. What happened to not dating the episodes? You're the one that always gets mad at me if I, uh, and I always do it for fun. So oh, I the good thing is this is actually coming out. Yeah, no, oh, okay. well, this is actually coming out for next week. So, or this week or whenever. Yeah, so, no, 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 this will actually be out. I'll go ahead and date this episode. I don't care. It'll be out May 18th. 2023 2022 jesus christ i almost really future dated it there a second ago yeah no but as as we're recording this football season is thankfully over no it's not what do you mean thankfully oh i'm in the hell in between season that's what wwe's for it's year-round hell that you can watch no i don't care i mostly (laughs) just read the results and that's about it god is it that bad? Uh, it's pretty bad. Really? I mean, we should do. We'll do an episode someday of. Uh, I guess I don't show. know. I, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't involve having to watch it. It can just sort of be a uh, what the hell has happened with everything. There's still some entertaining stuff. I mean, there's still some positives. I'm not going to pretend like it's all negative, but. Uh, In general. It's just very samey, which, so when we're talking about the whole entertainment landscape for a second, Mm -hmm. it's not a good thing because there's a lot of variety and everything else. And so a lot of the stuff you cover, for example, (laughs) no, no, let me finish. There's a lot of the stuff you cover, for example, is in flux. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of positive going on with it. So, for example, like the Star Trek shows, uh, I did not enjoy the most recent season of Picard, for example. But okay. Strange New Worlds is fantastic. And Lower Decks is just a consistent love letter to Star Trek. Or we've talked about and we like a lot of the superhero stuff. Well, yep. the... Hawkeye show was a lot better than I ever would have expected a Hawkeye TV series would be. But conversely, CW's trying to sell itself, so they just keep canning all of their comic shows. And everything's in flux, but there's an awful lot of variety going on. You know, Moon Knight feels different than Hawkeye did, uh, for better or for worse in some ways. Uh, every single one of every single than blank WWE just feels the same every week and a lot of it is because it's essentially comes down to one dude and whatever he likes yeah you know he gets final say and there's never any variance or anything like that and it just seems so one note when you compare I can watch an episode of Better Call Saul and just love it and then I can watch mm-hmm. an episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds and love it. And the two shows couldn't be any more different. Right, yeah. And and that's only two hours of my time under that, actually. Versus an episode of Raw is still three hours. It's still three hours? Oh, God. Like, I don't understand how you're expected to script something that's that long and not a movie based on a property like Lord of the Rings, you know? 
<laughs> Even most movies are only two hours or slightly less or maybe a bit over. They're not three, though, and multiple well, segments. I mean, I have nothing negative or positive yet to say about it because I have yet to see it, but I've heard that uh, Mr. Batman, Mr. Sparkly Batman there is uh, over three hours the long. Batman. Yeah, that was yeah. long, and it depends on... It depends on what you thought. I know people that like it or love it and thought like it, yeah. it just flew by. I know people that thought it was really slow. Anywho. All right. All right, folks. Topic. We are going to get the heck out of here. Thank you for joining us here inside the pullback. If you'd like to get in contact with us, leave feedback for the show. There's several ways to do so. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can listen to and comment on all of our content. Follow us on Twitter at Geekcast Radio for the network. Follow one of us on Twitter <laughs> at the Pullbag on Twitter at TFU and Mike for me on Twitter. And you can I don't know. We used to a, yeah. We used to a, always say where can the people find you, but now that answer is nowhere. Uh, so. I was going to say we can send out some sort of homing pigeon or something. Well, they can or, message you and complain yes, about me to and, you. Nah. And then you can tell me how much uh, they all thought I sucked. Yes. Speaking of places, places Ryan is no longer on. Become a fan on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com. Oh, that's super cool, at least, yeah. yeah. Uh, Message you Jesse also- on Facebook while you're at it, <laughs> who is also not there. Yeah, anyway. You can uh, also search out the pull bag over there as well. Join us next time when we will be discussing WWE Volume 5, the Sammy and Kevin show, or the Kevin and Sammy show from Boom Studios. For now, I am TFU and Mike with... Brian the Uneven Flow. As always, make your great escape into comics. You've just heard the latest episode of The Pull Bag the GCRN's first comic review and discussion podcast. There are several ways to get in touch with us and leave feedback for the show. You can visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can comment on the episode and all of our different podcasts. You can rate and leave a review for the show on iTunes. Be sure to leave us feedback. Become a fan of us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thepullbag. Send us an email, feedback at geekcastradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Pullbag and at Geekcast Radio. So until next time, make your great escape into comics and unleash the geek in you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.